This is Mason Weaver with the truth right between the lies. First, I want you to join us at our organization, leadtheplantation.org. Get your news from us, sign up, talk to each other, meet some like-minded people. Now, midst of like-minded people, black folks, we have come a long way. We have a great deal to be proud of and a great legacy to stand on. For centuries, our people here lived in an atmosphere of pure survival, just surviving. And we dedicated ourselves to certain actions, certain things that helped us survive. And that, that brought us forward, that got us through it. But we developed certain habits. We developed certain lifestyle that was great for survival or needed for survival. But now, today, they are detrimental to us. And we, only we, have to look at that, analyze that, and decide if this is what we're going to keep with us. When I was a young man in college, I was a radical revolutionary, militant, and I kept, you know, the chant, the black man was African kings and queens and the white man kept us down. How can you, that was a conflict with me. If we're African kings, how can white men keep us down? And, and I started thinking, you cannot think and stay a slave. So I understand, I understand the frustration but we have come a long way, and it dawned on me in college. Everything black men think we can do, guess what? We dominate. Everything we think we can do, we dominate. So there must be a force, must be at the interest of our so-called media-selected leaders to not think or not think about our own individual self-worth because everything that black men think they can do, we dominate. In spite of white men not wanting us to and not liking it. So I began to, to evaluate that thought. We had Jack Johnson married to white women in Mississippi, Alabama, and knocking out white men in the boxing ring to become the first black heavyweight champion of the world. And they went after him. They condemned him. They, they crucified him, but he became the first black heavyweight champion in spite of all of white America against him. When we had no judicial safety and protection, we had no cops protecting us. Th then you had Charlie Pride, country western singer, could have been a, a professional baseball player probably. He liked country western. He loved country western. And he went out in the South singing white country redneck music and he became the country western singer of the decade in spite of the people in the industry not liking that. We all know about Jackie Robinson. We all know the cheap, but look at black men. We think we can play football and white men didn't want us to. We dominated football. We think we can run track and field and sprint and lift weights and, and white men didn't want us there for their own personal reasons, but we dominate. We think that we can rap when nobody liked rap. And now the biggest purchasers of rap music are white people. Everything black people think they can do. If you think you are free, you cannot think and stay a slave. Therefore, let's start thinking. And I know it's rough. I know we have things we believe all our lives and people we have believed all of our lives. I understand that. 
But maybe the people we believe are misled or they're misleading us. Maybe the people we believe have their own personal interests and not our interests. Maybe they're just mistaken. I don't care what the reason is, but you, you, look at your history, look at your legacy, look what you have done when you think you can do that. What if we think we can own a business? What if we think that we can set up a sense of principles and values in our community that lead to our children become entrepreneurs, legitimate entrepreneurs, and take over the business world like we have the sports world and singing and dancing and pimping women and selling dope. We take over whatever we think we can do. So why do we think that we can we can go to college or just have a business? The concept of business. What if we think that we can get married and have a 30, 40 year marriage and raise our kids and grandkids ourselves? Instead, we think it's, it's a negative concept. Who gave you that negative concept, black folks? Who gave you that negative concept about yourself? And maybe I'm wrong. I accept the possibility that I'm an Uncle Tom sellout and I hate black people. I, I will take all the names you call me. But I'm here to reach out to you. I want you to understand there is an alternative. There is an alternative point of view that somebody is trying to keep you from listening. They tell you to turn off this person, turn off that station. Who are they to tell you what not to explore? And I'm saying perhaps maybe there is a legacy waiting for you laid down by history and experience and wisdom that will, will create an environment in you and around you and for your children that you cannot imagine. And maybe I'm wrong, but think about it. If you think I'm right, join us at leavetheplantation.org. Just join us. Communicate with me, Mason at leavetheplantation.org and, and, and give me your questions, give me your attacks, give me your accusations, give me your challenges. Let's talk about it. Maybe I'm wrong, convince me. But man, if I'm right, you're losing something. I'm not gaining anything by being right. But you're losing something. Someone has told you that success is negative and un unobtainable by us. The poverty rate in America, and I don't care what you think, I do not care what you think about the President of the United States. We're not trying to find a roommate. We're not trying to find a business partner. We're not trying to find somebody to marry my sister. We're not trying to... The poverty rate for black folks in 1966, and everyone thinks that black people are poor. Everyone thinks that we are ghetto drillers. We are not ghetto drillers. 1966, though, the poverty rate was 41.8%. In 1966, today, it is 21.2%. Folks, what that means, in spite of what you see on TV, in spite of what you see from the leadership talking and proclaiming, we need to fight poverty level, we need to fight for more minimum wage. Almost 80% of black folks in America live above the poverty level. Let that sink in, folks. Somebody's lying to you. They're telling you that we're all ghetto dwellers, or most of us are ghetto dwellers. 80% of black people you see have a job. They're working. They're taking care of their business. They're trying to commute. They're trying to go to work. They're trying to go out and play. They're trying to live their life. 80%. You are being portrayed, black man, as something you are not. And you got to understand, if someone is portraying you as something that you are not, do they have your best interests at heart? 
If someone is telling you that you are poor, that you are a gang member, that you are a thug, that it's okay to say you're dope because no one loves you, no one hate, no one go, comes to rescue you. If, you. if you're told you need rescuing, and 80% of us are working and live above the poverty level, why are they lying to you? And more importantly, why are you accepting that lie and believing that lie? Black man. I'm a black man. I've never been a black woman in my life. I don't know the personal inner fears and anxiety you may have. But black men, what if we, what if you and I just join a conversation? Let's discuss the, the realization of who we are because your ancestors who lived a life unbearable, unlivable, who survived things you can't even imagine so that you can have a life. Your ancestors who, who shivered in fear of the things you now take for granted, who look to the day where you can stand where you are standing, they are shouting from their graves. Get up and get at this. If anybody deserves to be successful in America, if any group deserves to have the economic advantage that America presents, if anyone deserves to take a place of dignity and control of their lives, black folks, come on now. It's time to stop and work your way back to the future for your kids and grandkids. Make sure that your kids and grandkids will look back and say, why didn't you take the opportunity? Right now, we have the best. This is, this is January the 17th. We're celebrating Martin Luther King's birthday. And black people are standing in a position they have never, ever had in the history of them being in this country, on this continent. We have the greatest economic opportunity ever imagined right before us. Our future is in our hands. There is nobody around us that can stop us now but us. There is no power, no political force, no spiritual force, no economic force. There is nothing. We are now educated. We're now working. We see how to make money. We are now prepared to, to participate in the greatest stock market increase in the world, in our history. We have opportunities to have create income for our children and business for our children right here. I don't know how long it's going to last, but I do, the, I do know the opportunity is here right now. So what if I'm right? Join us. Leave the plantation.org. What if I'm wrong? Join us at leavetheplantation.org and add your voice, add your wisdom, add the, 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 the idea of what you have done to what we are doing, and let's learn together. If I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I need you to let me know that. So come on down and join us, leavetheplantation.org, add your wisdom to the game, and let's proclaim that we are free. And when you declare you're free, you don't need anybody else to tell you about freedom, folks. This is Mason Weaver with the truth right between the lies. Stay right or be left. Eternity, it's a long time to be wrong. God bless you. See you next time.